I understand, Carter. I do. Have me narrate the most painful part. Of course, I can't blame you. What happened was awful enough for me, but for you, well, I wouldn't want to talk about it either. Robert and Hal are on a quest into the Riot Danvers. Series that are in about the cap have blood chronicles. Mythology we see different reads and not just Greek or Roman. So if you're down, said if you're down, come join us where we're going. To the right and verse, to the right and verse. Hey. Hi. And And hello. hello. Welcome to Into the Riordan Verse, a Rick Riordan read-along podcast where we read the books that aren't a part of the Camp Half-Blood Chronicles. This includes Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Heroes of Olympus, and the Trials of Apollo. Today we continue our look into the King Chronicles, The Throne of Fire, chapters 11 and 12. Carter does something incredibly stupid and no one is surprised, and I master the fine art of name-calling. Hi, Hal, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm doing all right. You're doing all right? You're doing fine? Yeah. You, 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 you getting jiggy with it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are emails. There, there are emails, but I haven't read them because I have had a weird morning. Oh? Yeah. And by weird morning. Y- yesterday, um, so we're recording this Saturday, uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Saturday morning, I woke up to finally finish some home, inter- some home renovations. Finish those. And then from about 5 p.m. till about 8 a.m., I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- with a brief, like, two-hour intermission where I got up because I was hungry as, 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 as can be. And I got uh, uh, some Taco Bell. All right, Hal. So is there, is there anything going on in the world that we should talk Oh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world. Oh, uh, there, yeah. The, there's the whole thing in Israel and Palestine. Mm-hmm, free Palestine. right now. Yeah, that's that's been going on for centuries, but it, it just well decades. But and then every now and then it just comes no, up. No, no, no. With... The current conflict has been going on. For okay, decades. this is true. They the have overall... been going. They've been going at it for centuries, though. Yes, and this is this is just the most modern iteration of that whole conflict. But yeah. it's there are various countries that are getting absolutely wrecked by COVID right now, like India and Colombia. So that's also a thing. Yes, the world is just on fire right now. The world on fire, and the CDC was like, "Hey, United States, you're only about thirty percent vaccinated. You don't have to wear masks anymore." All right, we we really they really should say that with some context. <laughs> it's like if you are vaccinated, and you should probably still wear your mask just to avoid a, possibly spreading it to somebody else who is not vaccinated or cannot be vaccinated. Please, please wear still wear your mask. Please, please be careful. It's just an overall generalization. Yeah. Uh, I, I also found out recently that the vaccine card is super easy to fake because it is essentially a Microsoft Word template. What? No. It's apparently very easy to fake. This this could not have been foreseen. What are you talking <laughs> about? Uh, oh, look how the birds are chirping at your window. I want to kill them all. Oh, Sam. These fucking birds are so loud. I hate them so much. There's a, I swear, I swear, there's an owl somewhere too because I hear hooting, and I'm not sure if it's an actual owl 
or if it's just a bird that sounds suspiciously like an owl, but I want to murder it. <laughs> like, I want this bird deader than Osiris. Oh, 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 jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 boy. This is the first time you and I have recorded, like, in the morning? I, I, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I think I, for, 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 the, for the uninitiated, I am, I, am, I too am an owl. I, I live I live in the late night and early mornings and I'm usually asleep during the day and as you might imagine that makes scheduling podcasts extremely fun. Oh, extremely. I'm just glad that I woke up somewhat reasonably before or I had to panic read the past the last two chapters <laughs> that we that we're doing because I was, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I almost forgot about you and went to bed. I was I was laying down like or right, I'm gonna finish I was watching I was watching a stream and I'm like okay I'm gonna finish watching this part of the stream and I'm gonna go to bed. And I saw the Discord message pop up and I was like oh yeah <laughs> we were supposed to do that. You are so lucky. You are so unbelievably lucky that I saw that message before I like knocked out. Yeah. I'm not even like tired or anything. I was just like, well, I have nothing to do right now. I might as well take a nap. <laughs> How? That sounds like clinical depression. Well, I, 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 I feel like I don't have depression, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if like I got like clinically diagnosed with it. Because my, my, my habits are, like, extremely depressing. Yeah, a little bit, but I, I, I'm not one to judge someone's life. But, then, my life. but, like, but when I think about it, I'm like, what, what, what am I, like, extremely sad about? Like, uh, you're extremely sad because uh, you're gay, lol. Um, well, no, and why no would I yes. be sad about that? It's, 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 it, it's, it's, it's a joke, Hal. It's a joke that is very offensive, and even as two queer people we shouldn't be making, but it's still offensive. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a parade this this year. I don't know. All I know is that I want to gather the other Percy Jackson podcasters and talk about the queer representation in the books. That's actually really interesting because he 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 went about it in a very interesting way, and I I enjoy it. Uh, my little emo bean. I love clear it. your clear your calendar for sometime in June, Hal, because we're going to record with a bunch of people. That's like uh, my little my little emo bean. I love it. My little emo, my little emo. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, I, I, I. It's funny that I brought this up. I'm like, hey, who wants to do like a pride theme collab? And they're like, well, I mean, pride is mainly a corporate like dictatorship at this point. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. Every time I walk into Target, I'm like, ooh, look, cute little pride shirts. And I'm like, no, Robert, don't give the multi-billion dollar corporation more money. It's like, and then you walk past the shirts in order to buy your groceries. <laughs> There's a difference between giving the multi-billion dollar corporation money for things I need and money for things I want. That being said, I'm getting an air fryer today. <laughs> I've never used an air fryer in my life. Oh my God. It's been my dream for the past, like, two years to get an air fryer and i finally just set aside the money and i have the time today and i'm gonna go get my freaking air fryer and it's gonna be amazing it must be nice to have money uh most of it goes to my car ah bills i love it isn't it great that's uh, wonderful well i mean how we're no longer young adults so we have to deal with the perils of being adults i need you to stop being so disrespectful <laughs> Listen, anything... I'm putting myself in that category. I said anything over, like, 23, 24 is no longer young adult. I just turned 24. I'm no longer a young adult. I'm in my mid-20s. It's happened. 
the, the clock is starting to see how disrespectful why don't you guys send send him emails about how disrespectful he is i'm pretty sure they do i just haven't read any of the emails that have come in the past week you? but that being said how uh, uh talking about disrespectful how about we read these two uh chapters from the king chronicles the throne of fire mm-hmm. there's nothing disrespectful about them but i, I still want to just read them all right how what did you give chapter 11 carter does something incredibly stupid and no one is surprised i uh, gave this one a seven as did i and what did you give chapter 12 i master the fine art of name calling i gave that one an eight I gave this a 10. This was such a beautiful, a powerful ten. chapter. A 10? I gave it a 10, mainly for the scene with Carter and Sadie. I, 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 at most, I'll give it like 8.5. I do... I do... I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay at 8. I'm gonna stay at 8. I mean, it'd be like that sometimes, Hal, which means I'm still ahead. I might win this book. Oh my god, if, if the last King Chronicles book is like the tie-breaking book, I'm going to be so nervous the entire time. Imagine winning with a handicap. Imagine winning with a hint. Well, yes, I, I win with a hint. Listen, winning by default is the best way to win. Um, no, no, it's not. Well, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. How? what happens in chapter 11? Carter does something incredibly stupid and no one is surprised. It's a generic action chapter. They fight Snake. They fought the Snake and the Snake bit Carter. Snake is venomous. Snakes aren't poisonous. Snakes are what's, venomous. What's the difference between venomous and poisonous? If it's venomous, it bites you, you die. If it's poisonous, you bite it, you die. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Or something, okay. so, something something, of that nature. But yeah, so it's a venomous snake. So it bit Carter and Carter Carter go nap time. Eternal nap time. <laughs> eternal nap time. And best, best is the best driver on the planet. Yeah. So essentially the lead up to all that is that Carter and Sadie having just left uh, Vladimir's office or like little magic dome uh, essentially make it to the outside of the museum where the snake has uh, uh, the snake can catch up to him because the snake isn't gliding around and slipping on polished floors and not smacking into walls walls and statues and stuff <laughs> and it turns out when you're outside the snake can use his super jump and almost crush carter to death uh, carter got goomba stomp well he almost did snake boy like goomba stomps carter but lets him live and then sadie's like hey carter stay perfectly still because i guess everyone has seen jurassic park <laughs> and then carter is like yes i will try to stay still after trying well not keeping momentum on ice yes yeah which doesn't work, but hey, uh, Sadie in her moment of need reaches, I guess, like through the duat and she's like, hey, Isis, uh, I need a favor. And Isis is like, listen, just divine magic has to be in- involuntary, like breathing. So essentially, Isis is telling Sadie to use Ultra Instinct. Uh, a little bit, 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 just a tiny bit. Just use the magic without really thinking about it. And that she does, mainly because Carter is about to get killed by the snake. In the meantime, they are also being interrupted by the mis- inconspicuously absent security guards. Well, they get they get they get caught by one who just so happens to be a magician. Oh boy! It's like surprise, surprise. But yeah, Sadie is able to convince him that they have they have bigger issues because you know their their boss kind of kind of works for the 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 main the main antagonist and they mm-hmm. i love there's a there's a moment where he goes kane and he, she goes like yes kane and he's like oh oh you're you're the main character so we uh it's time for me to go yep <laughs> so the snake boy charges and carter decides with his brilliant carter brain that he's gonna tackle the monster which doesn't work 
because it has two heads. So the first head he's tackling, and the second head's like, mm, munch, munch, munch. <laughs> he's like, ooh, teenager. Nom, 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 nom. Now I imagine this thing as the cookie monster. One head yeah. is just the cookie monster, and the other one is just like Oscar the Grouch. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, my God. And so Sadie, upon seeing Carter get hurt and bitten by, you know, the snake, she's like, my grandparents were possessed, my friends were attacked, my birthday was ruined, but my brother was off limits. And so she unleashes a beam of golden light that disintegrates the heck out of the two-headed snake. And then on their way, on their way to try and escape, they are greeted by... None other good than old, our favorite red boy. Good old Set. Set is such a fun character. I love Set. This is honestly, this this is just the meme where like you have the character when he's the boss versus the character when he's added to your party. Set's actually like um, Team Rocket. Set is the Team Rocket of the King Chronicles. He just kind of he just kind of appears and is a generic villain, but then is overtaken by actual by actual plot progression. Yeah, pretty much. And like he he act he acts like it too. He acts like a complete idiot in this chapter and I love it. He just acts like a Looney Tunes villain. A little bit, a little bit. So Carter, uh, so Sadie and Seth are carrying Carter, who's, you know, all poisoned and dying. And Seth's like, oh man, this poison, you know what's so great about this poison? It's completely incurable. Fatal in like 12 hours. It's such a bad way to go. <laughs> and he's also like, oh, you know that Menshikov guy? I broke six faces on him and he still lived. Oh, I'm so jealous of that thick skull. Of that thick skull. <laughs> And he's also like, hey, you know, you have like a dozen magicians around here looking for you. Oh, boy, it'd be really bad if uh, they caught you and killed you. Actually, no, it wouldn't, because then you wouldn't have control over my secret name anymore. I love when they when they when they meet up with with Bess. Bess tries to scare him and sets like, yeah, you're you're not really you're not you, you kind of got a little, you know, you kind of got a little chocolate all over everything. And uh, this is my only hope from the last chapter. Bess indeed did get sadie a chocolate souvenir uh a chocolate head of lenin i love this interaction he goes i bought i bought his set goes like is there is there something in that bag for me and Bess is like no i've got sadie a lenin head and sets like how evil there's hope for you and Bess is like not his real head and sets like disappointed like oh <laughs> i'm like i'm like you know what yeah yeah, yeah, Set is a cartoon villain confirmed. He, he's disappointed, but it's also like, can I have a piece of chocolate, please? Honestly. Oh, uh, man, Set's just amazing. Set's such a cartoon villain. He says, yeah, but yeah, you guys have like two minutes before you guys get taken over by over by douchebag villains. Yeah. He's like, if only, if only there was a way out of here. And then he's like, well, I could tell you where the location of the last scroll is, but I would need you to give me back my secret name. This is a weird interaction. It's like, yeah, he, he basically is like, yeah, you'll just kind of forget how to say my name, even though you know my name. Yeah. And then Beyonce plays in my head. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Say my name, say my name. But yeah, we get a little, we got a little, a tiny little bit of backstory where the last scroll of Ra was given to Set to, to hide. I basically, at the time, Set was his loyal lieutenant. So it made sense to give it to him so that he wouldn't be bothered by nosy magicians trying to take over the world. Or save the world. Yeah. And so Sadie is essentially like, okay, fine. But first, evil day, uh, before I make this deal with you, you are not to harm the Kane family. You have to maintain our truce until at least Ra has been awakened. And that's like, or until you try and fail to awaken him? <laughs> it's like, you, you attempt to awaken him and fail and die horribly. And Sadie's like, yeah, but then we'll be, the, the world will end and we'll all be dead and it won't matter. And so it's like, good point. 
<laughs> and then Set and Sadie make the deal. Set tells her that the scroll is at Baharia, and that Bess knows the place that Set's talking about. And Sadie gives back his... Um, she just essentially says, I give back your name. And just like that, she feels the magic leave. Like, she still knows that Set's evil name... Or, <laughs> that Set's evil name is Evil Day. <laughs> but she can't, she can't remember how to pronounce it exactly. Which probably means there's probably some sort of inflection in there somewhere that she's forgetting. It's like Evil Day. Uh, Evil Day. Evil Day. Evil. You just gotta say it like Mermaid Man. I, I imagine I imagine her yelling it like Zuko yells honor in that one episode of Avatar. Evil Day. And she also set also leaves them with another interesting tidbit. The name of Zaya's home village. Which Makan I will al- not. Att- I- I'll I'll give a go at it. Makan al Ramal al Hamra. What? That's uh, that's my best interpretation. Makan al Ra- <clears throat> Makan al Ramal al Hamar. Why? Hamra. Why did you that's- add so many words to that? Makan al Ramal al Hamra. Why did you? What? What? What do you mean I'm adding more words? I'm looking at it right now. It's just Alhamra Makan. I, I guess we have two different versions because for me it says Makan Al Ramal Al Hamra. Yeah, that whole first part is just not. Oh, that's well, interesting. There's, oh, we got two different. Pre- oh, interesting. I didn't know this. Well, you have like an an ebook. I have like the I, I have, yeah. I'm, I'm, re- I'm on the ebook right now because I can't be bothered to go under my bed to get the actual book. But like. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Now, now I kind of want to dig and get the book to see if if it's just if it's di- different. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So they leave uh, Saint Petersburg, and they're being followed by some magicians who are throwing snake bombs and you know energy beams so and javelins. Ancient Egyptian lasers. Ancient Egyptian lasers and snake bombs and javelins. There, there's this moment where a javelin is thrown at them, and Sadie's like, "Duck!" And Bess is like, "I'm a dwarf. I don't duck." Hmm. But yeah, eventually one of them actually manages to land a a decent a decent hit on the on their car, and the car careens after the the car careens off of um off the ice. But it manages to get through. They they manage to get to the bridge and through the portal before, and so so the portal is apparently thirty feet underwater, and the Mercedes as it's hit and it's burnt, uh, careening into the portal. I guess, like, makes impact. And just as the Mercedes is starting to fill with water, uh, Sadie loses consciousness. Yep. She's like, a teenager for less than a day and I'm gonna drown. And she fell into chapter 12. She fell into chapter 12. I mastered the fine art of name calling. Hal, what happens in chapter 12? Basically, we have another dream sequence in this one to start off. She she gets turned into chicken, chicken woman. Chicken woman. And is... In Brooklyn House, correct? Yeah. She wound up back in Brooklyn House where she finds she finds Walt and Anubis together, interestingly enough. But Walt is not aware of either of their presence there, but Anubis is there. Long story short, our our friend Jazz has passed on to the next life. Yeah, but just be- part of the reason that Sadie is brought to the Brooklyn House as Anubis states is because they're both on the brink of death, Sadie and Jazz. Uh, Sadie, unfortunately, or not unfortunately, Sadie fortunately wakes up <laughs> later on. Yeah, but Jazz, Jazz unfortunately does not. Uh, Jazz is big dead. But yeah, she passes. She passes on. She passes into the infirmary, or she's pulled into the infirmary. 
to, to to speak to Jazz for one last time. But Jazz's Jazz's physical body is in the bed, but Jazz's I think this is referred this part of her soul is referred to as her Ren. Yes. Which is probably pronounced differently, but this that's the that's my uh, that's my American pronunciation. Yes. Remember that we are Americans and that we pronounce things probably incorrectly. Probably. More than likely incorrectly, especially if it's a language that's not ours. Yeah. But yeah, it's basically a manifestation of Jazz's real name, which but for us it just for them it just kind of appears like a 3D video of Jazz's life in the form of her body. Yeah. And Sadie's trying to be like, man, this is all my fault. I grab that stupid scroll and I feel like horrible and blah, blah, blah. And then Jazz is just sort of smiling, her looking amused. And Sadie's like, oh, you want to make me mad? That's the point. And then, and Jazz is like, yeah, uh, grief really isn't productive. You do better when you're angry. And Sadie's like, you're right. Well, I'm still angry. Mm. But yeah, Jazz basically is here to tell her like, yeah, you're not you're not dead. You're going to wake up, but you're going to have a very short window to heal Carter. You have to act quickly. And Sadie's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and use the wax statue that, gave, that you gave me, but I have no idea how to use it. And Jazz is like, you'll be fine. And there's one ingredient, but you'll figure it out. You'll figure out how to use it. So very, you know, very shortly. Jazz is like, think about Isis. Think about what she had to do to help Ra, you know, quote unquote, help Ra. Just before Sadie is teleported out of the infirmary, uh, Jazz is like, hey, you know, think about Isis. You also need to call on Walt to help you. And um, just as Sadie is leaving, she's like, man, I'm such a bad teacher. And Jazz, as she's dying, is like, I'll let you in on a secret. You are an excellent teacher. Bye-bye. I'm dead. This is the end. But yeah, she gets teleported. She gets teleported down the Nile into what I believe is a memory of one of mem- one of Isis's early memories. Yeah, this is more this is more backstory into how Osiris wound up becoming the king of gods after Ra. Basically, mm-hmm. Isis created created the snake that poisoned Ra originally. She basically she basically forced him into early retirement by faking faking being loyal to him when in reality she poisoned him and forced her forced him to tell her his secret name so that he could she could force him off the throne and make Osiris Osiris king um it doesn't work out exactly in her favor because shortly after Osiris becomes king Set turns on him and he winds up dead so I said it doesn't it doesn't exactly go to plan but she's too drunk on power to really really think about the consequences yeah i love how sadie and because she's there observing she's like man raw raw says you're gonna regret this and it turns out everyone regretted it regret yeah, regret like spaghetti super regret it mm-hmm. but yeah i love i love throughout this entire sequence i isis tries to keep up the facade that she's like loyal to him and, she, and raw is just like yeah 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 i know you're evil yeah la 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 evil plan yeah this will blow up in your face goodbye <laughs> goodbye and that's a sad. She, he, rob before he leaves he also calls calls bast and he's like listen hey boss i got i got i got a one last fight for you to do and boss is like do i need to cut cut her <laughs> and he's like not not now maybe maybe, maybe later <laughs> hey, hey boss how would you like to fight a snake for eternity and boss is like eh. well too bad you're doing it anyway <laughs> 
And Boss is like, fine. And so Sadie finally wakes up from her dream sequence, and she wakes up in a hotel room in Alexandria, Egypt. Beth managed to get them into a five-star hotel because apparently he holds that kind of clout in old Egypt. Egypt still respects the gods, even if they won't admit to it. And he can just call in some favors whenever he likes because he was a respected and liked God back in the day. I love the interaction. He's like, if I had more time, we, I would I would have been able to get us a private villa. And Sadie's like, how dare you set us up in a five-star hotel, you monster. Uh, unfortunately, Sadie, as Seth said earlier, the poison would kill Carter in roughly 12 hours. And Sadie roughly woke up about 12 hours after he got poisoned so she has a very small time window to heal him before he dies yep of course there wouldn't be any any emotional tension if they didn't manage to if she had woken up any earlier imagine if she had like eight hours to save him she'd be like okay well i'm gonna like get some food i need a nap i want some food Carter just like, I'm dying Sadie's like yes yes i know but i have eight hours to save you it's like let me let me skype anubis real quick let me Skype. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, can we talk about how Skype is garbage? And uh, I hope to never again use Skype in my entire life. Oh, Skype is abs- absolute garbo, like absolute garbo. I-, I I remember back in the day, b- before Discord. What did you use when you wanted to talk to your friends on the computer? Uh, my phone. Okay then. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't really have my own like access to. I didn't have like my own like personal computer like most of the time i just shared my computer with my mom and by the time i really got into like talking to people online and like online gaming discord was like not a thing thing but a thing yeah we got discord we we started using we're we're hipsters how we started using discord just as it started to exist yeah i i I remember i remember the uh, our our original server oh that was oh god let's let's not go down memory lane before our friend accidentally deleted it do you remember before the server we had a facebook messenger group you remember that we did oh my god i have to go back and look through it oh same we were so cringe oh my god we were so well hell we were like 17 18 years years old it's just like we were super cringe our first year of friendship and now we're just super cringe but we're in our mid-20s yeah we're just cringy adults now instead of cringy young adults yeah pretty much (laughs) oh this is great i i don't feel old at all but yeah anyway back to (laughs) back to back to impending impending death of one of our main characters sadie and carter have such a close relationship that sadie can like sort of communicate with him telepathically and she's like listen dude i can heal you i'm here for you but i need you to tell me your secret name so yeah basically she learns his his secret name by experiencing all of his memories his thoughts his his existence basically mm-hmm. and she manages to learn her his secret name which she she makes a point of telling us that she will not reveal to us because First of all, it probably wouldn't do anything because they wouldn't be able to use it correctly through a recording. And even then, it's like, why would I tell you tell you his secret name anyway? So she raised the wax figurine. She spoke Carter's secret name, and immediately the poison to, went left his veins. Uh, and Carter got all better. Woo! Yeah, the wax the wax figure has been destroyed. Yeah, and Carter is like, yeah, you know my secret name and all my deepest darkest secrets. And she's like, yeah. But I won't use it against you because I'm not a cruel person. Yeah. I'm just your sister. So I will bother <laughs> you about it at some point. Yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, Bess leans over and he's like, here you go, kid. Uh, take this piece of chocolate. And Carter's like, does chocolate have magic killing properties? And Bess is like, if it did, I'd be the healthiest dwarf in existence. Nah, mm-hmm. it just tastes good. Which I feel like that's a, that's a jab at Harry Potter because that was like a big thing with the Dementors that magic, that like chocolate had the magical property to like make you happy and heal you. I forgot about that. I haven't read Harry Potter in like a thousand years. Neither have I. I don't want to read it because I don't want to support a transphobe. But, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's a thing. I, I, that's a sidebar. That that whole thing, I completely like missed that whole thing. I, I, I knew, I knew J.K. had like some, some, some spicy hot takes, and then at one point, I was like, wait, hold up. <laughs> These aren't spicy. Oh, oh. These are offensive. <laughs> These aren't spicy at all. <laughs> well, like, well, how they are spicy, but they're uh, they're uncomfortably spicy. They're very, yeah. very, very hot. Like. <laughs> Some so, would say so, they're a hot take. <laughs> There's such a hot take that they make the dish unpleasant to look at. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are many people here in this world who are like, mm, this very hot take, I, I will consume it. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, I I missed that, and I, I was talking to somebody about it, and she's like, yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a terrible person. And I'm like, oh, oh, what did I miss? And then I realized what I had missed, and I'm like, yep, she's she's trash. Bess warns them that Carter has to heal for a day, or like roughly, you know, half a day, and they can leave the next morning, which doesn't sit right, right with them, because then that would leave them two days to get the last scroll and summon Ra before the summer equinox. And if you thought that was inconvenient, Sadie's conscience is even more inconvenient. Yeah. Sadie has to confess to Carter that Set told him, or Set told her where zia's village was and carter's like hmm, my arabic isn't um is a little bit rusty but i'm pretty sure that's like the place of red sands which is where that's where which is where that goes from the first chapter was like oh she's in the place of red sands Woo! yeah basically she has been hidden where her her village used to be in yeah. like its ruins but mm-hmm. unfortunately because we are in a book and we are in a time crunch of course her her village is in the exact opposite direction of where the last scroll of the Book of Ra is being hidden. Yeah. Carter is like, listen, we need to get her. She is essential to the plot, not because she's like powerful or anything, but because she's my waifu. It's like, it's like, well, while while she is the main character and she may maintain some importance to the plot, she is likely not more more important than one of our main plot MacGuffins. Yeah. Speaking of it being in the opposite direction of the last scroll, the last scroll is hidden in uh, what is called the Valley of the Golden Mummies, which is which was excavated, and, l- and the only reason that it was found is because like a donkey broke its leg and fell through, <laughs> fell through the tomb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically, basically the tomb is full of about ten thousand different different mummies, most which all of whom will likely come to life in order to kill any trespassers like human excavators or nosy magicians. Yep. So in this giant maze, their best hope is that the two pieces they currently have will sort of act like a magnet and attract them to the third piece. But unfortunately, as we said earlier, they're on opposite parts. This oasis is on the opposite side of Egypt where Sadie is being held. So Sadie and Carter have to come up with this brilliant plan that Fred from Scooby-Doo would love. Let's split up, gang. Exactly. Yeah, Carter and Boss are going to go try and find Vanzia in order to awaken her. And in the meantime, Sadie's going to summon Walt to Egypt to help her find the last scroll. Mm -hmm. Because apparently Walt has a bigger part to play in all of this, despite his... I almost said a spoiler. 
Um, <laughs> I almost said, uh, yeah, I almost said a spoiler, but yeah, they, yeah, Bess is like, yeah, he can't, he can't really, he can't really help you. And Sadie's like, but he wants to help me, and he's attractive, so let let him come. <laughs> yeah, Bess is, and Bess is like, two young people traveling alone in Egypt, a boy and a girl. It'll look strange, and she's like, oh, I'll just say Walt's my brother. And Carter's like, dude, we just had this huge bonding experience where you learned my secret name. What the hell? And then you immediately threw it away by acting like a child because you want to try and help your maybe kind of sort of girlfriend. Yeah. So that's the plan. Sadie and Walt will go get the scroll. Bess and Carter will go get Zia. And they should meet back at this hotel in 24 hours. In a second, not a minute longer. Not a minute longer. And Bess is like, that doesn't give us enough time. That gives us roughly 12 hours to put together the Book of Raw and to use it. And Carter's like, well, it's our only choice. And I'm like, is it our only choice, Carter? Is it really our only choice? But the plot demands it. The plot demands that he should follow his heart. Oh, God. And so they separate. They're, so they go separate ways, and Sadie goes to pack her stuff. And as she's walking away, she uh, starts to cry, which makes me sad because she's like, oh, boy, my stupid brother. Is acting like a child. Wants to go find this girl. He wants to act like a child instead of helping me save the freaking world. But whatever. And that's how chapter 12 concludes. Yeah. I am not looking forward to the next two Carter chapters where I have to read him be like, oh boy, I hope we find, uh, I hope we find Zaya. I wonder how Sadie's doing. And then the next two Sadie chapters being like, oh God, I'm in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's essentially my scrolling, uh, my consulting the divine. I, I just predict, I don't think they're going to get, I think they're going to like get to the area where Zaya is. I don't know if they'll save her or find her. They might. Uh, I imagine chapter 13 will be the travel chapter and chapter 14 will be in the village and Carter has to do some kind of magic hoo-ha to find her that's just my prediction yeah it it remains to be seen it remains to be seen how do you have anything else you'd like to say about the chapters we read today i do not Uh, i do set is a great character (laughs) set is an amazing character i cannot gush about how much of a cartoon villain he is and how much i love it i'm just thinking of like i don't know name a cart name an over-exaggerated cartoon villain uh dr eggman (laughs) Uh, excuse me it's robotnik Dr. Eggman. Dr. Robotnik. He hasn't hasn't been Dr. Robotnik since the the actual year 2000. Oh, jeez, man. Oh, oh, jeez, Rick. I can't believe he's not Dr. Robotnik anymore. That being said... That is two decades ago. Uh, don't remind me how. That's older than some of the people listening to our podcast. Uh, don't remind me, please. Do, oh do kids God. know? Do kids these days know who Sonic the Hedgehog is? Yes, they do. And also, I did breeze over one email earlier. Um, they they apparently do know what Evanescence is from last uh, week's. Bless. So, uh, uh, so, bless. so, so we're good. Mainly because the song is used as a meme. Not because yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they know oh, yeah. like from back in the day. Oh yeah, we used it as a meme back in the day, so it's not it's not it's not bad. I, this oh, progress. Oh, shit. This, this is this is an embarrassing thing for me to admit. Should I admit it? Yeah, I'll admit it. So for my uh one of my English classes in college, our final was to sort of do like do uh like a modern take, quote unquote, on one of the lines from Hamlet. So people would make like videos and like Instagram posts being like, oh boy, I can't believe my dad's dead, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I took, I don't want to admit this, this is so cringe. I took Hamlet's soliloquy, you know, to be or, or not, not, not to be, um, yeah, to be or not to be. That is the question. That's the one, right? Yeah. Hamlet's I believe so. soliloquy. Not you Googling it. <laughs> yeah, it is to be or not to be. So it's that whole thing, you know, to be or not to be. 
Uh, that is a question whether it's as nobler in the mind of Safra, blah, 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 blah. I said that while <laughs> while the song was playing in the background, while Evanescence Wake Me Up was in the background. That was ex- that is extremely cringe. Oh my god. What, what's more what did you what did you what did you get for that assignment? Oh, I, I got an A plus. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I need this to be over. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Oh no. I'm tired of you and I'm tired of your professor. Oh no. I got an A plus. My professor did not know the song. She's just like, it fits the mood so well. I'm glad you understood the assignment. I'm like, I should no. not I should not be no. getting this A. I should not be getting this grade. I should be flunking right now. No, not her saying it fits the... No. She said, word for word, I understood the assignment. No. I think I was like the only of like two or three people in that class who got an A on the final. No. That was my final, Hal. That was what I went no. into to say I passed my like my third English class of college. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. Oh my god, I can't wait to get emails being like, what the fuck, dude, that is super no, cringe. That is so cringe. Oh my god, I might send you an email about that. <laughs> oh no, that is so cringe. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> well, with that, I think we can get into the credits since, you want, since your soul wants to leave this podcast so badly. I, it so does. Oh my god. Oh, oh. Th- Thank you for listening to our podcast. Oh, how that's that's honestly like the third most embarrassing thing i've ever done i don't want to mention the, first, the number two and number one but that, that's that's gonna stay in the vault oh my god but thank you for listening to our podcast um assuming you're still listening after i've told you my third the third most embarrassing thing i've done in my life so cringe if you would like to get into contact with the show, there are a few ways to do so. First, you can email us at into the Rioterverse at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Come by to say hi, or I guess make fun of me for for yeah, this. Yeah, please do make fun of me. Oh my god. If you would like to follow the show on social media, we are uh Rioterverse Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you would like to follow me on social media, I am the damn meme page on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Damn is spelled D-A-M. Hal, where can they find you on social media? Uh, if you find me on social media, let me know. If you would like to follow the artist or the icon of the show, you can follow him at on Twitter.com at Rampakoka, R-A-N-P-A-K-O-K-A. If you would like to follow the composer of the theme song that Hal just absolutely adores, it's his favorite song in the whole world. He has uh, it on repeat I every tre- day. Treasure it. Treasure it. Has it on repeat every single day. He tells me he loves it. You can follow him on Fiverr at Kobe Ophi. As usual, everyone I listed is in the show notes of the podcast. Hal, thank you for your service of making a podcast with me. <laughs> especially so after especially after hearing the third most embarrassing thing I've done in my life. So cringe. Oh. Here, 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 hold on. Should should I tell you the last the first two embarrassing things I've done? I just cut it out of the podcast, just get your reaction. So, oh Hal, Hal, you just heard the first two embarrassing things that happened to me. What oh is your reaction God. for those for those who will not hear what those two oh things are? Oh, my God. I've had good entertainment for the rest of my week. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that is hilarious. Yeah. Just, just, it's very embarrassing when you know that the third most embarrassing thing I've ever done was got an A for reading Hamlet's soliloquy while Evanescence Brain Me to Life was playing in the background. That's the third most embarrassing thing. I will not share the first two. Oh my god, that is... That was hilarious. 
but uh, yeah, Hal, uh, thank you for doing a podcast with me. Oh, uh, you should be thankful after that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Adios.